Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Giants fans across the world, and I say that literally because there's at least one listener in Spain and three in the United Kingdom last time I checked, and that's not including the people who are actually members of the Squinners are in the UK. Uh, my name's Needles. I am one of your usual suspects who have been started recently. We've been talking a bit more about the Giants this year for whatever reason, because it's not like they're going very well, but maybe that's been ignited by the man who I'm looking at in the screen Ragnar Lofbrock, welcome, mate. How are you, buddy? How are Very you? Well. Thank you. Very well. You look much more awake than you did last week. And we're just going to, we we're doing sort of a freestyle freestyle interview because uh, Sparrow has just joined us. He's connecting to audio, or as I found out in German, is Despatz, which is a name that I like a lot. Uh, G'day, Despatz. Oh, no, he's still connecting. Now he can't connect. Fuck it. We're just going to go on. This is Never Surrender by the Squinners. We're here to talk about the Giants this week. Well, actually, what happened almost a week ago now, ironically, uh, my mate whose KO I was using because he had generously given me the login, the login no longer works. I found that out on Friday. I haven't yet texted him because I don't know whether he spurned me, but I haven't seen, I haven't seen the game apart from what I could see from the club um, that we were at because I was with my mother-in-law. And as one of our special guests, Dr. Nangs, who might be coming in later, will tell me, not mother-in-law, my actual mother. Yeah. Uh, Grandma Needles. Grandma Needles slash Nangs is not a person that you sort of push off to watch the football for. G'day, Sparrow. How are you, mate? Very well. Very well, boys. Sensible cup of tea you got there. Sleepy time again. Raggy Dags, you've come here with, with a look, an excellent run sheet. You, I mean, as uh, as Roy and HG say that Hamish McDonald says, take us through it, mate. Well, I've just put together a, a few little dot points, and uh, mainly mainly about the game and possibly going into next week. So, first dot point I've got down is we were close, but no cigar, and we don't really care because wins aren't important at the moment. See, I disagree, um, particularly one if it's Richmond. We need to beat Richmond because they get below us. And two, wasn't wasn't Dispatch's Dispatch's really low bar that we need to beat the teams who are shitter than us. And if we don't <laughs> beat the teams who are shitter than us, then we're pretty shit. And what happens if we lose to North Melbourne? Will I ever pot again? Like that's a that is a genuine concern because your next bit is nervous times playing against a rejuvenated North. A rejuvenated North who have won one game and they're rejuvenated, or two games and they're rejuvenated. Really bad, isn't it? They looked. They looked good against Essendon. They looked well, good, yeah. and we yeah. looked good against Geelong. And we then go home, and we play against a team who was objectively terrible, and they just lost their coach a week and a half ago, and they beat us. So I know you say we don't care, but I do care a bit. Well, I know you haven't watched the game, but. Let's let's put it in perspective. So we had we had seventy inside fifties to forty six, right? So their efficiency inside fifty, I think, from their from their twelve inside fifties in the first quarter, they scored ten times. So, so am, I, am I blaming Jack Buckley? No, I think no. Uh, just the whole whole defensive unit. 
Buckley played well after half time. Um, Rewalt played well as well. Um, uh, who was who Jack Buckley was standing. So, um, yeah, they were just much more efficient going forward, and uh, we were quite sloppy with our ball use. Uh, Delivering into our forward lines. Yeah, particularly in the first half. There now who's just emerged into the conversation and like from one end of the family who who didn't watch the football to the other end of the family, the doctor himself, the uh, Kaiser Soze of tonight's uh, episode who actually went to the game because it was a bargain, like $10 tickets and the kids were free. Dr. Nang's, I mean, imagine there were were thousands of people who had taken up that bargain basement tickets. You were there, mate. Incorrect, mate. Five dollar tickets. Fuck. Was it five dollar ticket? Five dollar adult tickets and the uh and basically you making free, money. A free kids ticket with that. So it was it was it was absolutely uh ludicrous. Welcome. Uh, welcome to Never well, Street by the Squinners. Um was was Thanks it packed with that bargain? Um packed would be a, a strong word. Um packed might be might be gilded a little somewhat. It was the lower levels were were adequately filled. The upper levels were distinctly empty. I would have to say a bit more sparse. Um, a bit more sparse, and you got the feeling with the amount of kids uh, uh, with their uh, club licenses to parallel, uh, uh that there may have been a fair few free tickets being given out by the GWS uh, membership in the AFL to try and well, get a few build, punters along. That's how you build your base. That's how you, mate. Get them in early, indoctrinate them early, and you're you're at the races. But um, look, there are a lot of. I mean, the good thing with Richmond today had a lot of a lot of supporters as well, um, and so there was certainly a healthy contingent of. Uh, I think it was our biggest the, crowd the, since the, 2019. <laughs> yeah, well, there was a lot of black and gold army there, um, yes. you know. But uh, no, it was a, look, you know, certainly with that kind of with that kind of bargain, you just can't help but turn up, can you? Well, I mean, the fact that Richmond won, I was going to invite um, like one of my the, the funniest guy I've ever worked with, who is not at all funny on the pod, but is a mad Tigers fan, Tikuyama. But um, I'm sulking, and I haven't invited him tonight. We'll just talk about him. We'll just talk about mm-hmm. the game. But oh, by the way, Rags, he's a Viking. Meet Doctor. He's a doctor. He only prescribes Nangs. Ragnar raids villages. You should too should get along. It's <laughs> like a match made in a match made in uh, Valhalla. What? Very good. Very good. What was it like there? Would you agree with Ragnar's, the Viking King's sort of summary, his TPs that he sent through? Uh, uh, it's, it's a bit of myself. Um, I mean, certainly it's caught the end of what he was saying before. Um, in, you know, certainly the first quarter, as I kind of wrote uh, on the on the thread, you got the impression at ground level that the GOS were absolutely all over them. Um, certainly the midfield, they were running all the rucks. They had a hell of a lot of forward entries, but uh, they just every time that Richmond went forward, they got a goal, and every time that GWS went forward, they kicked it out of bounds of the full. Uh, or Rewalt, post, Rewalt or was running him up, and he is basically geriatric. That's a good line that you. Yeah. <laughs> Look, he, he's just looked absolutely ordinary for about the past eighteen months. He, for some reason, with um, uh, uh, he was just up and about, and and it was just not a great match uh, for Buckley. For I don't quite know why. In the second half, as he was saying, he came he came alive, took it, I've clucked a few good marks, um, but it just seemed to be a bit nimble. Uh, he was caught behind a lot, but I think it was, it was it was a few times he was actually trying to man up a couple of players, um, and that was probably why he wasn't 
sticking as tight to, to real as he should have. But um, it, they just really made us pay yeah. in the first quarter with their with the accuracy of their of their kicking and the and the and the accuracy of their ball work to get the goals. And 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 GWS didn't respect uh, you know, the forward fifties that they had, and that kind of set it up for the rest of the game. Do you? Agree with the Vikings' provocative TP that we don't really care about wins. I counter that with we care about losing to teams <clears> who are objectively <throat> shitter than us, and I'm terrified yeah. about North Melbourne. Yeah, it's hard to know where North Melbourne's at, isn't it? Um, I mean, Essendon has played some good footy. Yeah, I've watched them, as you know. We've had some well, Mrs. Connections. Mrs. Doctor Nangs's um, family. Mrs. Doctor Nangs is somewhat obsessed family. Uh, uh, but and they're you know they got the Church of Scientology would, would learn a lot from the indoctrination that they've managed on the on the bombers, but um, <laughs> and they played they played terribly on the weekend, and you know did North play well? No, they did. You know they got within a kick of winning uh, for a team that's currently sitting sixth. But um, you know given what the, the Squiddy Boys turned up on the weekend, I can't see them. I can't see North giving them too many too many troubles realistically, especially you know Goldstein's their best player, but uh, but Bredzy was absolutely smoking Nank all day last week. Bredzy now owns number one ruck position. Uh, he was Ragnar. You were back on there. Everyone everyone loves Bredzy. Everyone loves Bredzy. So good at the ground, and he really gave Nank Kervis an absolute tally. Uh, might not could have come out in the uh, in the stats, but he really no, did. Stats you know, Nank Kervis, yeah. Dispatch, you oh, yeah, were yeah, go- you were hits. going to the game. You were going to be paid part of the five dollars tickets, but you're a late um, sell foot. What, what are your thoughts? You're happy to lose? Prefer to win? Oh no, I think as I've as I've mentioned earlier on a previous pod, I think that that game is part of the four that we base the success of our season on. Right. Uh, them being Collingwood game, Bulldogs game, Swanee's game, and Richmond game. So we're one from four. Which is bleak, very well, it's 25%. bleak. percent. If you if you're handing in a test, you get twenty five percent, which has it doesn't pass is, unless you know unless you're a full fee paying student, you're not going to get yeah, a pass. So I'm all I'm just that's basically if you're on a uh, if you're on a four four question multiple choice, that's just random guesses, isn't it? Yeah. So I'm grimly grimly holding on by the um, by my fingernails to Sammy Taylor's prophecy. Post buy, we're going to come home strong. <laughs> it's not. It's not round ten. It's now post buy. I think that's what he said. Yeah, you go back and shoot the clip that I've doctored. He definitely said post buy. But I mean, I, I, I mean, in terms of the game, we we looked amazing. We, I thought we were, you know, we looked the better team. And if we can, if we can deliver that each week, I if. think we are going to win a lot more games than we have so far. Where was it coming through? Where was the good looks, despite the fact that we lost? Where was it looking good? Well, I think one of your points, Rags, was the the small forward fleet. The what do you call it? The Mozzie Brigade, possibly mosquito fleet. Mosquito fleet. Yeah, I mean, we're just looking um, very dangerous up up forward. It would be nice if we kick straight. Hogs is still hitting the post from twenty five out in front. <laughs> There's a big shit-eating grin from Ragnar. Um, unforgivable. <laughs> which which really hurt our momentum. Like, had we got that, it was in the first quarter, I think, or second quarter. Um, uh, second quarter. Second quarter, yeah. But we were coming um, back in the second quarter as well, and then it sort of we put foot off the gas. Like, I was sort of, you know, trying to watch it through 
50 metres away through the club, through the bobbing heads and pool tables, and also following it on my phone and also pretending like I was talking to mum. So we were, we were going all right. We yeah, go into halftime and like, right, they, they've got rid of the shit start. Okay, third quarter. And third quarter, we gave it all up again. Mm. The yeah. thing that became kind of really apparent, well, seemed to become apparent at the ground between watching kids try to not to climb over the fence and uh, uh, and getting on some very uh, aggressive mid-strength ales was that, you know, the, the, the momentum, which is a funny thing, you know, it was all for all for the Giants mm. uh, for about halfway through the third quarter. It just looked absolutely, you know, like a, like it was written um, and it was a providential thing that they were going to win until they got ahead and then it completely switched the other way. As soon as they, as soon as they were a goal ahead, it just looked absolutely ominous that, that Richmond were going to do it. Somehow oh, it was really? going to happen like the, um, the 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 momentum just switched. Uh, there was something in it, and it kind of went from there. But the other the other really funny thing was that they they just smashed it constantly on the um on the restarts. Like the the chance to get a goal, uh, and there'd be an easy out of center. Uh, even the, you know, Brady would win the tap, and something would happen to get it out of center, and there'd be another you know quick quick kind of return goal. Happened really frequently. Uh, and I don't know if they were just kind of getting a bit. Uh, a bit complacent after they, they scored the goal. You know, they had to work really hard to get goals. And when they gave away, they gave away very easily. I think that was a big, a big obvious thing at the ground. Ragnar, was Cal Ward, was he winding back the clock? He really did. He really did. I think he had 32, 32 in the midfield and he had he 10, was, awesome. was he 10 clearances or 10 inside 50s? Um, yeah, yeah, he was. he was really good. Uh, um yeah no he was uh he was a very solid player and uh yeah just going on what you guys were talking about Bradsy before um after he kicked his first goal the commentators mentioned how Nankervis wouldn't have liked that and uh and you could you could see like Nankervis is an angry angry man and uh <laughs> Bradsy just just put a knee in his chest at the next <laughs> set of bounce <laughs> and just yeah, smashed him and then kicked another goal late to put us to put us in front. Yeah, yeah, I think he did. Yeah, five minutes to go, and I thought I thought we'd won then, but uh, yeah, turns out Marlon Pickett does some uh, little little Marlon special Pickett things Pickett against yeah, the fence, mate. The fence. Mm. So yeah, that's you get that one. I've, yeah, I, we're, we're going to move on just for just for reasons, and you know it's about the voice, Doctor Nags. We're just going to move on with that. But thanks very much. Uh, what is out of bounds on the full Himmelberg? Yeah, uh, I don't know. Oh, no. oh, that was Rewalt. Yeah, yeah the, the, so, that was. The, oh. So let, I reckon Doctor has forgotten to how to speak. He's so grumpy. I reckon three minutes to go. The yeah. Giants were up. The Giants were up by a goal. Okay, and. It was in deep in the deep in our back pocket. The ball has hit Himmelberg's foot and gone into the ground afterwards, and then gone out. But the umpire called it out on the fall. That's right. Which resulted oh. in which resulted in Rewalt kicking a goal to put them level with us. So the umpires were cheating. And it, yes, it yes. was a classic bump ball. It was your out and out bump ball every Fuck day. Those of the week, guys, you know. And uh, so that yeah. other otherwise it would have been another draw with Richmond. So my problem but, is, which I really like because I'm old school, is I've got I've got my AFL app that the the clock counts up. 
So when I'm watching and I can't watch a telly, I don't know how long to go. And that's really cool mm. for football purists until a time like the weekend where I was, my thumb nearly fell 33 off. 33-minute quarters. I was fucking 37. It went for 38 minutes. Right. I was refreshing like a maniac trying to, trying to, oh, come on, come on. Okay, I'll take a draw. I'll take a, oh, for, yeah. <laughs> Extraordinary. Yeah, but I think um, you can't yeah. really underestimate the, 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 momentum killer and the the effect that they took the wind out of the sails the guys and the, the whole ground especially once the replay came up you know and how you saw how egregious the mistake was yellow maggots uh, it really is a well no it's just you kind of get the feeling that the world's against you I think and that kind of yeah you, know, you, you got the feeling then that that was going to be a very hard hard thing to come back from and so and so it's so have you have you watched have you watched any of the uh, replay at all, uh, Needles? No, I haven't. See, because, oh, say, oh, mate, the guy who owns the KO has taken my KO off me. Um, and I haven't had... I haven't had names? No. <laughs> no, 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 no. I've got his stand. Like, he's a very generous man. Um, uh, no, another bloke. And, yeah, I'll call him on the weekend and I'll sort of... I'm going to set it up. Like, I'm just talking about something else. But, hey, oh, hey, about you. Yeah, yeah it'll be a 20-minute lead-in. Really soft sort of... But um, all I like. What's the talk to me about the Fahi, right? Because there was oh, a lot of this love. I, this is what I was about to bring up. So I do it. If, bring if it. you need, if if you wanna if you wanna uh, get a little snippet of what Josh Fahi is all about. Yeah, you just, have the floor. Uh, the floor is yours. The, the long sleeves. The long sleeves does it for oh, me. Oh, the long sleeves are delicious. Oh, they oh. are so good. Oh, Imagine the, the long sleeves. Twenty eighteen. Imagine the long sleeves in our black in our black Guernsey as well. Oh, oh that was fucking amazing. Anyway, Being Tommy Green Tommy Green took a mark about forty eight meters out and uh Josh Fahey just runs around the side after coming on as the sub and just drains game. one just drains one from fifty five and puts it over the fence. It was final fabulous. Quarter. And a yeah. final quarter, big goal. Big goal got big around goal, him. Man. Speaking of uh, big goals, though, Ragnar, second, just yeah, quickly, during your football career, days. which I understand was pretty good, have you ever kicked a goal from 60 out like Callum Brown? Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's only been playing the game for six years or something. So, and I mean, I realise yeah. that, but I'm presuming you played it for the whole life. But I've had you go the goal for Not from 60, but I'm not an athlete like Callum Brown. Not an athlete, yeah. I mean... Uh, nah. Did he do anything else? Like, if you're going to do one thing, like the 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 directors go, "Fuck yeah, clip that." He's come out on the lead and just yeah. gone back from the goal square or from the center square. Was there? Did Callum do anything else? He took a, no, few, but he took just... a few strong marks. He did take a few strong marks, truth be told. Um, leading out from you know up on the wing, he's he actually very strong overhead. What about? It just reminds me of the time back in the in the in the, in the house in Bar Stormy days of two thousand one, two thousand three, when the Brisbane Lions. And Jonathan Brown, who wasn't, and Simon Black, who wasn't, and Daryl White, who ironically also wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> funny, funny times. Nonative determinism got awry. What if, but, but uh, no, there was because I had an actual question, and this was an important, a proper question about people who are playing, and I don't think it was about Callum. Oh, yeah, actually, in your review that you set up um, on the stream, which, funnily enough, 
Uh, Ragnar has been invited into and is welcome to join, but doesn't have Facebook because he's a Viking and lives in Scandinavia, which oh is which God. is beautiful. He even wrote a chat GBT entrance that we were going to stick onto him. He's oh yeah, actually, uh, don't have fa- uh, Facebook. So that's hilarious. But wow. um, you said Riccardi doesn't do any chasing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so off, well, off, you're obviously seeing off the ball, but he 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 got us into the <laughs> game the first. I think he kicked the first couple of goals, didn't he? But you're saying, yeah, off the ball, well, he, lazy. He's just he's a big lump of a lad, you know. And you think he should be got out there getting a few leads and 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 hitting some packs and all the rest. But he just didn't seem to kind of get much contested ball. Didn't seem to have much interest in it. I think he was going up as a. Uh, as the second rock, wasn't he? Was that my yeah, imagination? He was, yep. Uh, and he was just yeah, not the ball. Now, obviously, um, you know, the 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 rock, the tiger's second ruckman is up against is enormous, I think he's 208 centimeters or something. Uh, Samson Ryan, that's right, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, that's a hell of a name, just, too. Uh, he just didn't seem to kind of didn't seem to want it, you know, at least. Even when uh, um, Jesse was hitting the hitting the sticks, at least he was he was presenting all the time. He, there was a time when uh, Toby Green ran into an open goal from about thirty out and dobbed it yeah. in his two hundred first game in front of the crowd. And Jesse was filthy, yeah. filthy he was that he didn't pass it to him. Um, <laughs> and I think that's the kind of you know that's what you want. You want to see you know your forwards really you know want to keep the goals and wanting to be the guy, even though they're not get that impression. Goals. Well, yeah, exactly. You've got to be in it to win it, don't you? So you're a Wade Dirksen man as well. Were you there early enough with the kiddies to watch Wade Dirksen do his stuff in the twos? Uh, no, we just uh, snuck in just, uh, enough to line up for about 35 minutes to get some food. Oh, um, cool. Not amply serviced, I have to say. Did same. you get the free chips? Or $2 chips. chips. $2 chips. $2 uh, it's a decent. <laughs> it's not. It's not like the last night at the um, at the at Harold, the Harold Park. Park. Trots, where it was oh, twenty cents for oh, everything. Not twenty cent night. Yeah, <laughs> I had a big night on no. two bucks, but that's still dollar dollar fifty. Right? No, two buck chips is good. Um, yeah. Uh, you you make a good In point. Callahan, silky smooth. Kick the couple. How was he? Did were you impressed seeing him live? Did Cadman do it? Was this sorry? Callahan, uh, dorsal two four nine. Finn Callahan. Well, funnily enough, Finn Callahan is is a friend of the pod. He is the son of my brother in law's best mate. Um, so there you go. It's basically. I'll see if we can get him on, mate. I'll see if we can go. <laughs> That'd be decent. Work, work some of your brother in law's best mate. Yeah, and yeah, the best well. mate, I mean, some, someone he probably met many years ago. But no. <laughs> Welcome um, to the family, Finn. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, he was yeah, very good. Got a lot of posses as well. Did I think he's do anything? a bit more time in the in the midfield now, isn't he? He's, he, yeah. he started on the wing. Now he's he's in the guts a bit more. Yeah, Cadman Cadman, didn't notice. Yeah, Cadman took a took a good mark late and mm. kicked a goal just from like. Yep. Just kicked the goal, almost hit the post from 20 metres out. From the goal square. I think he missed an early one too, hadn't he? <laughs> yeah, but uh, I, I think we just keep playing him unless they want to give Dirksen or Dirksen. Grzevski a, a go. I, I've learned how to say his name properly because I saw a uh, Harvey Norman 
uh, thing with Phil Davis that they do with the draftees. Oh, right. They went through right. it. No, it's not Uniball. Oh. What is it? Gruzevsky. Gruzevsky. We'll just go Grizzlenicky or Grizzlenicky or Theodore Kaczynski, the Unibomber. <laughs> um, the Unibomber. You mentioned, you mentioned lack of polish. You've mentioned lack of polish. Expand. Lack of polish. Well, I think it was... Or is that lack of Polish? Because Grzyzki sounds Polish. <laughs> yeah, there's a lack of Polish in the team. Yeah. No, well, I don't think Ash sounds Ash Ash doesn't sound Polish. And uh he's the one that's really lacking the polish at the moment. Oh. Um he yeah, he's I mean he got, nice voice. He gets a lot of touches. Um he's entrusted with a lot of the kicking duties. And yeah, he um he does turn the ball over quite a bit. But I think we just need to persist. Um, but yeah, across across half back and through the midfield, obviously with that many inside fifties, we're just we must just be blazing the ball in. Easy for the Tigers' defence to rebound and get it yeah, out. Otherwise, that actually sounds quite familiar. <laughs> you know, from the past couple Pretty of years, well, like a leading forward would be really, really good. Um, we're like. Oh well, actually, I don't want to bring it up because I don't want to. I don't want to sort of have to make it real. But Stormy, Stormzy, did a handbone. Oh. oh, he's only ever he's only ever two apparently. But two. Oh, it was and it was yeah. on the other leg. It was on the other massive thigh. Minus train. Minus train. Two weeks. That's okay. Give him a bit of a break. He'll have the bye. After the bye, he'll come back. Mark my words. He'll be out for six. <laughs> he's so busy. He's to Wisconsin. So busy, Stormy. I have to oh, say, when you hey, type in Stormy it's... Daniels, because I just wanted to get an update. The first one is Stormy Daniels Donald Trump scandal. She was in the forty-year-old Virgin and Space Nuts <laughs> and Lust on the Prairie. So there you are. I'll have to write in. Uh, oh. I do think an under underrated probably performance was was Connor. Uh, I don't know who absolutely towed up, towed up Dusty, um, <laughs> who is, let's face it, a bit of a you know, a fading superstar, pilot? fading thing, eh? fading superstar. He's probably heading on the on the downslope with his career. I, I dare you, Doctor um, Banks, but... to call Dustin Martin a violet. <laughs> I'd do it to his face. Yeah, right. <laughs> I just hide the chopsticks first. Um, but you know, looking at looking at the stats, you know, he got nineteen touches, but he only gained seventy meters. He's one point, one behind the whole time, mm. um, and actually got muscled. You know, he's a strong boy, Dustin, but, but I think you know, oh, I had muscled him off the ball pretty, pretty substantially. I that think was a massively underrated performance. I think Auden has actually that game where Dusty dislocated the umpire's shoulder last year or the year before. I think Iden actually did a job on him that day too. That was sort of the, the coming of Iden. And speaking of muscles, that just that just brought me back to Bradzi. He he bench pressed Nank with one arm yes, to right. the ground to the ground. Bench pressed him in the chest <laughs> to the ground and then kicked a goal. Oh, was that the one in the? Was that the one at the end? It was magic. No, it was, it was magic. Yeah, right. It was magic. So, so circling back to the um, 
to the um, Darcy losing campaign. To, losing to a team worse than ourselves. No, circling back to the Darcy campaign. The Darcy have we campaign. Actually, have, we, have, we, have we burnt it? What's the Darcy campaign? Get Sean the, Darcy, the Darcy in. Pull, pull yeah. all, our, all our number one picks together and give them to Fremantle. Oh, right. Right. Yeah, a, a generational Rags. player. I think I think Bradsy could work well with T. Bradsy played in the forward lines um, for <laughs> for seventy percent of the game and provide us that target that no one else can do, um, apart from Hogan. But uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's probably it was probably a little far fetched, but. <laughs> No, no, we've got to go. You've got to reach for the stars. You might get the moon. Uh, <laughs> I'm willing to concede it was a little far fetched, but if, if we no, do end up. Lateral. Done, it was lateral. I won't. Uh, I won't. What I, I like about. I like about Bredsy is he gives me the impression that he will never be injured. Like I'll probably put the moz on him, but like you just, you just like, oh, he's not getting injured. Like he just, he's just thick and well put together everywhere. He's a fine figure. Solid unit. Yeah, he, he was pretty spent by the end. Is he fast? Mm. Like Mumford fast. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, he gets up momentum. Many, many many him physical along. talents. Gains momentum. Yeah. momentum in a straight line. <laughs> yes. And right out, yeah. So I'm disappointed that we lost. And when I watch it, I'll be even more disappointed. And that will happen at any moment in the next three to four years. But um, the fact that we actually had, we had eyes, we had eyes on the game is, was it's a bit unique this year. But however, we're going to be two in a row because Ragnar Lofbrock, you're taking the Scaldi all the way to Tasmania up Storm Bay into Hobart to watch um, at Bell Reeve Oval, us take on North Melbourne, the cold, the cold game. Bloodstone Arena. Damn right. Damn right! I, Shields um, out. Are you going to row? Or are you going to have the sail up? <laughs> I, I haven't checked the wind. On the way down. <laughs> I haven't spoken to the gods, and they haven't told me what the wind is going to be. But <laughs> if there's a storm, just talk to Thor, and that you should be right. <laughs> um, no, and it's a little bit worrying because we do play horribly in cold games. Um, uh, mate, you, you you talk to me and the spats about watching Canberra, uh, watching the boys in the snow. That was the last time. Well, that was the first time they lost for ages um, in 2019 against Hawthorne, and they haven't got over it. Cold weather, shit house, and we ne- they're never good at Hobart anyway. No. So let, let, let's have a let's have a think about what Gold Coast have done. So the Gold Coast have like, oh yeah, we'll sell some games to Northern Territory because it's slippery. It's like our normal conditions, training conditions. What have yeah. the Giants done? Everyone's going to peg out. No. What are the Giants done? Now nah, let's play somewhere that's going to be 20 degrees colder than what we're used to and that's actually going to suit the Victorian teams better. Fuck the Giants. <laughs> You're starting to sound like Scotty. Scotty does not want to play games in Canberra. And uh, mm. I'm defending Canberra. I think it's a good good move. But, yeah, you're right. It's freezing and horrible. But we get bigger crowds. You get bigger crowds there than you do at the, the showground. At the um, true, no, that is true. It's amazing. I can sort of, I can do this fucking podcast in a game at the Giants, and there'd be absolutely no problems. It's extraordinary. It might be a bit, but the ground, like it's a pretty open ground, but even still, it's a very polite crowd. Maybe they should do some yeah. tactical uh, games there, and you know, play GWS and, and the Lions. 
get the get the boys who used to the hot thing, you know. Oh, so so schedule schedule the hot Giants play a game against the, hot, the, the Lions hot. in Hobart. Oh no! Nah, well, Hobart or, or or Canberra. Well, we did. The Lions came to Canberra. I went and watched them. Charlie Cameron took seven goals. He had his wrist broke off because he was doing so much motorbiking. <laughs> they are very good. Fucking hell. Um. <laughs> So yeah, so you're going to be lobbing into the game. What are you thinking? Are you are you nervous? Uh well, I'm going to get a round of golf in beforehand because the game's not till three forty. And then you'll be relaxed, but you know you've lowered your handicap. I will be relaxed. Um, but then yeah, I'm not sure what to expect. I might reach out to the uh the Giants uh, fan club and see if I can hold the banner up or something. Nice. Um, I've 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 actually done that before in Canberra. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to the game. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing the uh, the young kids playing. Um, Fahi, Callahan, and Fahey. the like. But uh, yeah, I, I I haven't been to a game in probably I don't know since before COVID. Uh, actually, the last last game I went what? to was the 2019 Grand Final. Uh, Oof. Oh. <laughs> that was you. Yeah. Uh. You were there, weren't you, Dispatch? You, you had a good time. Yeah, I was there. Yeah, I was there. <laughs> Still <That's>, getting <laughs> Just a thousand. There's two thousand yard stairs coming at me <laughs> through, the, through the computer screen. Jeez, man, I've seen some shit. We got killed by the umpires there. Right. Right, what, what, what do you reckon, Doctor? We good or we bad against North? Nah, good. I think good for sure. Actually, you Even said that already on the weekend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I can't see them getting in trouble too much. Um, you know, I just I think that uh, you know North had a, a good game and a good comeback uh, against the Bombers, but I don't think that should be a problem at all. Sparrow, there you go. There's a, bit of, there's a bit of fucking confidence for you. Yeah, I love it. What are we looking at? We're looking at 17 degrees and partly cloudy on Sunday, so that's pretty. That's, that's pretty Sunday, mild. Yeah. Positively tropical. That's a beautiful time. There'll, be, there'll be a few a few Taswegians going down at heat stroke with weather like that. <laughs> there'll be shirts out. No, no, shirts <laughs> off. Not much wind either. Not much wind. So I think it's only going to be 15 to 10 Ks, 10 to 15 Ks. North will be spewing up. So okay. it looks like uh, we'll, we'll have to row instead of taking the sail. Is there, I Who mean, are we that, that's... Who are we going to put on the grub? He doesn't need anyone on him. He's not even that good. It's the it's the other kid, Shazil, Shazil, Shazil. Shazil. Oh yeah, Harry. He's the footballer, Harry. Nah, nah. It's George Wardlaw. He's the good player. He's gonna be a jet. Did, did he, have you seen it? Yeah, I have. Did he used to hang around the Swans, or is that someone else? Like that's. No. I'm completely off. Okay, right. Uh, yeah. That was Tony Lockett. <laughs> Right. Oh, right. Yeah. You mixed them up there, mate. Yeah, I did actually. Thanks for. Nah, just before this cuts really out. Before this cuts out, did yeah, you see any more for uh, any more? Yeah, any more from any more? Latest interest front runners for Harry, being our nemesis again, Richmond. So apparently, it's Richmond Pies Swans, in terms of the. Uh, They're all even for the Himmelberg stuff. Mm. Shit. How did Taranto go? He kicked a goal. Yeah, he's good. He smoked it. He oh. absolutely smoked it. Yeah. Okay. The boys sort of tried to give him some niggle on the ground, but it was like he refused yeah. to be niggle. 
36 possessions. Right. Two goals. Uh, one goal. What else? Let me just have a quick peek at the stats here. Uh, 12, con- 12 contested. Uh, yeah, no, it's three set of clearances. Well, like Torino played well, he had 36, but he would have been standing Tom Green, who had 35 and mm-hmm. 10 clearances. So it's even even out. And I'd Tom rather Green Tom Green. Yeah. I'd, ra- I'd rather Tom Green, Tom Green for the next tw- 12 years over Torino. 100%. Mate, Aquium was lived up to the, uh, the nickname. He's got such clean hands. He just gets those big long arms out. Boom! Handball over yeah. the top. Strong through the core. Strong yeah, through, very the strong core. through the core. Not so strong through the left ear canal, but who needs Sorry, an what? ear? He's, he's the, he's <laughs> I'll his left ear. Now, need, needles, needles, we got we got a minute left. Yeah. Do you want to give a little a little little teaser sneak peek in? A teaser into someone who might be appearing. Well, I'm too excited. Like I'm too excited, and honestly, what if, what if it doesn't happen? What if I get excited and it doesn't happen? You know, and mm-hmm. I spend all this Let's time on the podcast with a special guest, to basically talking about myself, and then suddenly I don't get the special guest to talk about myself too. So I like it's all I'm saying is, if you're a really good footballer who's had a really good season and you're a little bit injured now, and it's only going to be a couple of weeks, and you think you might want to come on to an unauthorized, unfiltered. Uh, the other one in Giants fan 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 pod, uh, we might be able to see you next week. All right, just leave mm. it there. Thank you, boys. Never, Never surrender. surrender. Never, Never surrender. surrender. Never surrender.